The Zaddy Zone, welcome to the Zaddy Zone, Zaddy Zone, welcome to the Zaddy Zone. Ooh. Hey, it's Zaddy. I'm going to advertise to you now. I like feeling good about what I eat, about what I drink, and about how I clean my home. And it's hard to feel good about cleaning your house when you've used toxic cleaning products full of synthetic fragrance. And you know your kids or your dog, and yes, you too, are going to be touching that countertop or wearing those clothes or eating from the dishes these products are washing. There's a reason why your air purifier goes crazy when you clean the house with all the chemicals and cheap cleaning product. And it's scary to think what it might be doing to us or our kids or our pets and the environment. That's why I'm so happy to have today's sponsor in my life. Branch Basics is a cleaning company that is free of synthetic fragrances. Synthetic fragrances have been linked to a myriad of health issues, asthma, allergies, skin irritation, respiratory issues, etc. You might have already noticed that you get headaches or a cough when you're using certain cleaning products with these synthetic fragrances. Branch Basics is non-toxic. It is free of endocrine-disrupting chemicals, or EDCs as I call them, that push our hormones out of whack. EDCs are environmental toxins that mimic your natural hormones, but without the benefits. They can affect your ovaries, adrenals, thyroid, and other glands, causing your hormones to go completely out of whack and with a myriad of unpleasant symptoms to follow. I reached out to Branch Basics when I discovered them because I love the peace of mind of knowing I wasn't causing harm to me or anyone else in my home when I clean, or Kara cleans, let's be real. I love that I can offer you the same peace of mind. So you can get 15% off any starter kit when you use the code ZADDY at branchbasics.com. I would recommend the premium starter kit for all your cleaning needs. That's what they sent to me. You get the Concentrate, a multi-purpose eco-friendly cleaning solution used for any cleaning job when diluted with water. The Oxygen Boost, which is an all-natural way to tackle the laundry. And three reusable spray bottles, a firming hand wash bottle as well, and a reusable laundry bottle. So the next time when you purchase, all you need to get is the, the Concentrate. Again... That is code ZADDY for 15% off all starter kits, except the trial kit. Go to branchbasics.com, use the code ZADDY. I'm with Janae today from Farmer's Juice. Mate, look, that background is absolutely delightful. Yeah, it is uh, a Van Gogh painting as a Japanese wall. I see. From Amazon. If, if you type <laughs> in Van Gogh painting, Amazon, it will pop up. Uh I, at first, I thought I was thinking, wow, you've got a personal Van Gogh behind you. I was like, Farmer's Juice must be absolutely crushing it. And then it slowly went down from there to Amazon. So we can, <laughs> we can, we can all have it. Um, we, we can all have it, but yeah. we could feel like the inner elitist is, is still there. Exactly. But the other thing is we don't all have it because we don't all have your exquisite taste. So it's there for us, but we don't have it. And we're going to get right into it. Today, I am talking to Junaid Kalmadi. He is what I would call an altruistic entrepreneur. He is the co-founder and CEO of Brain.fm, an app that makes science-backed music to help you focus better. But today, we're really going to be talking about Farmer's Juice. It is a keto-friendly and functional green juice line that uses a cold-pressed process. The, the company uses ugly produce that grocers don't buy, thus reducing waste. And you'll be surprised to learn where Farmer's Juice sends their pulp once they've juiced their fruits and veggies. Junaid, good day. Good day. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. This is a joy and pleasure to be here. Of course. So me and Junaid met uh, a couple of weeks ago at the biohacking conference. Um, we got along at like a house on fire. I, of course, had to have him on. I tried farmer's juice. It was delicious. And he told me some amazing facts about it. So I wanted to make sure that 
everybody found out. I mean, look, here's the thing about juicing for me. I used to have a cold presser. The cleaning process was just so irritating. So then I was like, okay, well then go and buy your juice. And then you go down to Creation or you go down to Erewhon and they're 15 bucks a pop. And you're just like, I don't know if I can quite handle this. So sell me on juice. Sell me on cold-pressed juice. Yeah, absolutely. So before we even go into like cold-pressed juicing, I think breaking down like what goes into it may matter. So for example, like let's take like a vegetable. Mm -hmm. For any vegetable, uh, there's two building blocks. There is the liquid and the solid. So there's the pulp uh, and the juice. And for example, a lot of produce you would, wouldn't suspect, but actually has more liquid or juice in it. So for example, like carrots, cucumber, celery, they have 70 to 90% is just liquids. So a lot of the nutrition within produce, within groceries, um, may be tied into the liquid portion. But if you squeeze all of it, uh, you know, just in a room temperature, it may, or with heat, it can actually degrade the nutrients. Mm. So cold temperature is really important. So cold pressed juicing is basically taking three to five plates of salad or 1.5 pounds of produce that you couldn't eat in one setting, but you want to get as much nutrition as possible. So you squeeze it all in a cold environment and you get this condensed nutrient uh, powerhouse that you can drink within 30 seconds. And for pulp, uh, for all the pulp that we sort of like generate from the juicing process, we take that and we give it to uh, dairy cows around California. And what kind of is a little different about our approach is, you know, in general, around the country, 30 to 40 percent of all food produced across the supply chain. So we're talking about groceries all the way to people's homes. 30 to 40 percent, uh, according to the FDA, gets wasted. Um, and that's the same on farms. And a lot of it is because this produce doesn't look pretty. There's a little bit of a blemish in it. The cucumber looks kind of funny. Um, so grocers don't buy it. Customers don't buy it. They assume like if something is more beautiful, um, it'll actually be more healthier. But that's not true. It's the equal amount of nutrition. It just looks, we call it like cosmetically challenged produce or mm -hmm. perfect produce. Mm -hmm. So we take that that goes to waste and then we juice it. So we get the cost down um, and we also provide an income to the farmers. So that's why it's called farmer's juice. Um, we, you know, we work with over 40 different farms around uh, the country. I love that. So I like that you don't want to hurt the vegetables feelings by calling it ugly. You call it, <laughs> it cosmetically challenged. And it does feel that yeah. way that we're hurting their feelings because I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, Erewhon buys the tens, right? Erewhon buys the hottest little veggies, like the sexiest little veggies, the tens. And then it goes to Whole Foods. They take the nines and the eights. Then it goes to Trader Joe's, Ralph's, et cetera, all the way down the line until you get ugly produce, which nobody wants to buy. I mean, if you didn't buy it, what would happen to the cosmetically challenged vegetables? Would it just go in the bin? Yeah, it goes into landfills. So it just gets wasted, uh, which is a really – and if you think about the amount of energy it takes to produ produce just like one harvest, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of labor. There's a lot of water. Um, it's actually estimated like 8 to 10% of climate change is actually caused from food waste across the supply chain. Wow. Um, so, you know, it, it does have a material impact on our conscience as well as for the producer's feelings, as you brought up. But also just in terms of the planet, it's just not – it's and and it, it is a global problem that's getting more attention, uh, and to be part of the solution is one of the inspirations why I personally wanted to uh, get involved. And it's great if we can take like a nine or ten dollar juice 
and make it like six bucks. You know, if we can get the cost down and make health more affordable, um, that that's that's kind of like a win across the board. Huge win. Let's talk about a little bit more about the the nutritional aspect. So you said that like you know whatever proportion of fruit or vegetable is water or is is liquid, that's where all the nutrition you're getting from a juice is. The pulp is just the fiber. Does the nutrition of the the liquid portion hold more nutrition than the fiber? It all holds nutrition in like different uh, chemical profiles mm-hmm. in terms of its substance, um, but. You know, we all we always say like fiber is excellent and necessary and essential. So get that through your salads and your smoothies. It's not a supplement. It's yep. it's not to like uh, completely like replace it. Uh, but for juicing, for example, like if you can take liquid nutrition, it's just easier to sort of digest and assimilate, and it's quicker to hit your body. So you mm-hmm. don't have to sort of like break it down. So there's that advantage. And if you take just like volume of produce, so if you take like three to five plates of salad, it's hard to eat that and get all that nutrition at once. So if you can take 70% of that and you can actually like consume it quicker and you can get that benefit and you can hopefully feel the results, you know, immediately in terms of like more energy, like a cleaner fuel. And the big picture view, uh, how kind of we think about it too, is that soil in this country in general is a fascinating sort of topic because like soil is just not dirt. Um, It's actually the living skin of the earth. And in general, over the past uh, 50 years, due to uh, a lot of sort of like modern scale, large farming as our population almost like doubled uh, and tripled over the past century, that we've like a lot of farmers around the country went from doing specialized sort of like diverse uh, crops to just being monocrop and like large yield to kind of... um, fit the uh, growing population. And with that came more quantity of produce, but the quality was not controlled and it kind of went down. And there's a landmark study uh, from the University of Texas. uh, And it kind of showed that from 1950, all the way like 50 years later up till today, that our nutrition from all the different sort of like magnesium to vitamin D, vitamin E has gone down by up to 50%. So in other words, it would take eight oranges in some cases from today, eight oranges to match the vitamin A, vitamin A quality of one orange from our grandparents' generation. So we're talking about a massive produce decline because soil is not just dirt. It's the food for our plants and we eat plants and it's kind of like a, a natural logical sequence if we kind of think about it, if we deplete our soils. Our plants are not getting enough nutrition and we don't get enough nutrition. So in that light, in terms of a solution, obviously we need to support healthier farming practices and regenerative agriculture is a great sort of modality. And we do donate to Kiss the Ground on a monthly basis from our profits. And we deliberately sort of um, position juices as this nutritional insurance for your own self and your families, like because the system, unfortunately, is not in our favor at the moment. And if you can just get that extra edge, um, it could be really beneficial. Essentially, you're, you know, you're selling whole food supplements because people need to be supplementing today given what we know about the nutrition of our foods. Drinking juice is, like you said, nutritional insurance to make sure that you are getting all the essential nutrients in a kind of easy-to-digest, delicious product, right? Yep. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, it's actually like quite fascinating if you think about like the mass destruction of soil organisms that kind of began with like 
technological advances in the in the 20th century. Like, for example, the number of tractors in the United States went from zero to three million uh, by 1950. And uh, even though farming became more specialized, um, one of the sort of like byproducts is, for example, like uh, ammonium, ammonium nitrate, which is produced in World War II for munitions. Mm. After we sort of like came up with this massive sort of like war machine for a noble cause at the time, a lot of the sort of like ammonium nitrate was then reutilized within our agriculture as as a fertilizer and as within pesticides, as a pesticide. So a lot of the sort of like green revolution that was there mid-century was driven by sort of like contextually noble purposes um, for feeding this growing population. But it's important to sort of understand how the past can influence our present and you know, like the systems are not going to change. Like soil takes, you know, decades to build and like it's better to sort of like take ownership of your own health and uh, supplement or, or we like to say complement your diet with as much as whole foods based nutrition as you can. Yeah, uh, it kind of brings up, you know, okay, so if soil health, if the healthier the soil, the more nutrition the plant gets, well, then, you know, it kind of would bring into uh, into play, you know, animal poop has to, would give plants a lot of nutrition. And is that, that must be a large part of regenerative agriculture. Yeah, um, that is one of the principles with regenerative agriculture. Mm -hmm. In general, regenerative agriculture takes the standpoint that like soil is a healthy organism. It's a living organism. And unhealthy soil actually releases carbon and healthy soil can actually car capture carbon. So soil can be this massive ally. Um, if we follow a set of practices, it's harder to scale at the moment. The reason everyone's talking about it, it's harder to sort of get it rolled out because it involves like livestock and animals and like it pooping on it. And if you want to have, for example, like um, there's this amazing farm um, actually uh, 45 minutes north of LA uh, where we live that has you know, a diverse set of, it, it, she took this uh, five mile sort of like plot acre that was completely deserted and within three years converted into this rich thriving farm with hundreds of chickens, peacocks, uh, cows. Um, and then if, if you go to any of their produce, it's kind of fascinating. You'll see a watermelon growing next to a kale growing next to like a lemon in the mm. same. So it's like three different plants that are like almost neighbors and have a, this common microbiota. So the the theory is, you know, you have to do like nutritional tests, but like basically the a diverse soil microbiota actually contributes to a healthy, diverse gut microbiota. So like gut health across this country, like the stats are kind of wild in terms of IBS and SIBO and a lot of these gut health diseases. It's almost like up to 50% of our population. Um, and how much of it is undiagnosed is another question. But a lot of this, there is a theoretical connection to be scientifically sort of like uh, concreted in terms of its logical sequence or that the diversity of our gut uh, is actually connected to the diversity of micronutrients coming from our soil. Um, and that missing link is, it makes sense. You've got to actually like uh, get the hard science to prove it. Yeah, got it. Well, speaking of gut health and getting the appropriate nutrition, I know a lot, like a lot of juice companies, um, even a lot of cold pressed juice companies. The basis of all of their juices will be apple, pineapple, orange. You know, high sugar fruits without their pulp, without their fiber. Um, and you don't choose to do that. Can you tell me why? 
Yeah. Um, so the benefits of cold press juicing in general are the whole, the whole point of it is to get concentrated nutrition that can benefit your health. But if you put apple, pineapple, kiwi, which a lot of juice companies do, and I understand as a juice company why they do it because it tastes good and what tastes good sells more. Mm-hmm. And that's a convenient way to sort of put, you know, two, three apples in a juice, in a green juice. But as soon as you begin to do that, you get 30 to 40 grams of concentrated sugar, <laughs> yeah. which is, which, which can sort of like spike your glucose. Uh, it's literally a can of Coke, literally the same as a can of Coke. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. And in some cases above 50, so it's, it can be more than a can of Coke. Right. Uh, but like our, our, our uh, one of our advisors is Dr. Casey Means. She's the chief medical officer at Levels Health. Um, they're a continuous glucose monitor. So we mm. partnered with them uh, and we've done sort of like tests in terms of our green juice and uh, like naked juice, for example, that is, you know, sold nationwide. That's owned by Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And we found that like it has, you know, 50 plus grams of sugar. And almost, you know, within the first three hours, it spikes your glucose and you can see it. You can actually see the spike. And for us, it's pretty stable. So the question is, like, if what is the sort of like cost of like a blood sugar spike? It's like a like like almost 120 to 150 million people are pre-diabetic or diabetic and may not. They're either diagnosed or undiagnosed. Um, so that is the more like medical disease state where it can go in terms of like regular sugar spikes. Yeah, so it is very common mm-hmm. more than people re- recognize it. But also in terms of like stress, um, in terms of your uh, gut microbiome just being like hammered because like stress and anything that can cause stress to the body just affects everything. Um, so sugar in general is not the enemy if it's in like limited doses. I don't say like fruit juice is bad, but if you can like reduce it as much as possible and have it in moderation and test to see what works for your body and what doesn't. But you, what we sort of pioneer is we work with uh, Dave Asri, for example, to just filter through what are the top uh, vegetables, herbs, and spices that don't spike your glucose so they have a low glycemic index yeah and then that's step one step two is you have to actually make it taste good if it tastes like grass no one's going to drink grass yes and like a lot of people you can do it the first time you're not going to come back to it so uh, we actually make it taste wholesome and balanced we use a lot of like basil ginger turmeric lemon lime um so we we sweeten it quote unquote but we just use herbs and spices so we only use plants um so that's the sort of approach that we take to our keto-friendly line of green juices. Yeah. Now, um, Dave Asprey is famous for hating kale. Do you have kale in your juices? Did he tell you not to put kale in? I'd love to hear what he told you. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said kale's the enemy uh, and uh, stay away. Um, but there is some initial science that like kind of points to oxalates uh, can actually shred your kidneys and, you know, Dr. Gundry, uh, Dr. Stephen Gundry is also shedding some light on this. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, like, plants have defense molecules. And, like, if you cook, like, curly kale, if you cook spinach, it can be better for you. But if you have it in its raw form, concentrated, I understand. Like, you know, I don't want to take on the responsibility of, like, putting something in people's diet that may not be healthy. Um, so we just stare off, you know, kale, collards. Um, and spinach um yeah okay wow uh and is that was that you and Stephen gundry and dave asprey came up with this or was it just dave asprey who yelled at you about this and insisted that you didn't put any of those in there <laughs> uh Stephen gundry independently 
Uh, we don't have any relationship with him. I'm just a personal fan of his work. Yes. Uh, he talks about uh, plants and just because it's a plant doesn't mean it's all good for you. You have to use your discrimination in terms of uh, there are certain plant compounds that actually are there's a classified of nutrients that are like excellent for your health or necessary for your health or foundational. Like for example, it's prebiotics, probiotics, polyphenols. Those are the, the three categories of phytonutrition that kind of like make up the foundation of your gut health. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also sort of plant chemical compounds that can like over a period of time, if consistently taken can, you know, shred your kidneys or it can just like create um, just a, a misbalance in your hormones. So there's like, this, the science is early, but um, it does point to it um, that there may be something here. So we, we're just cautious. Um, and so independent of Dave yelling at me, I was like, yes, we're going to do it because it makes sense. <laughs> Amazing. Give me a rundown of how it works in your – wherever you make this juice. What does your cold presser look like? I mean, we know that heat – when you, when applied to a juice, can take away its digestive enzymes, take away its nutritional profile. What does the cold presser, your cold presser, look like? Does it like squish the vegetables? How does it work? Yeah, that's a great question. So, like overall, the first step is working with exceptionally high quality farms that have a reputation uh, in terms of like consistently good harvest. And some of these farms, for example, that we work with, have been around for over a hundred years. They the quality of water, for example, that they use um, for one of these farms is the same quality of water that they give to their own kids. So that's the level of like, you know, mindset mm. and level of ingredient source. And like we, 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 all of our ingredients are certified organic. So that's one level, but getting to know these farmers and the approaches is like step two. So sourcing from the right farms really matters. That's step one. Step two is, um, you don't want to store vegetables, herbs in a truck. So if, say, for example, if you get it in your grocery store, it's probably been sitting in a warehouse that goes into a truck that goes into another warehouse and then it gets to your grocery store and then you have it in your fridge and then within two to three days you have to eat it. Um, so what you kind of notice is if you get a produce item from a farmer's market, it lasts for like a week. But if you get it from Whole Foods, even it lasts for two, three days, the reason mm -hmm. why there's less people involved. So when we source directly from our farms, we don't have a lot of middlemen. So we just directly source it and then we juice it. So in terms of the actual, so that's kind of like the pre-step process. Uh, now we're getting in, into the actual sort of juicing process. When we have all this like produce that's not been sitting around in a warehouse, so it's still at its like peak nutrient density, um, we juice it in a machine that's basically the similar juicer that you could buy at your home, but it's just like 50 times bigger. Wow. And it's in a cold temperature environment. So you have to like wear, you know, like your winter jackets as if it's your coldest winter in Boston over there because mm -hmm. the entire place is like really cold. Um, and we, we juice it. And as soon as you juice it, like there's nutrient uh, degradation that begins to happen. So we introduce um, this... Uh, uh, technology. It's called high pressure processing. It doesn't involve any heat pasteurization. It just takes, it's it's a machine that's as big as a yellow school bus. And you put a juice bottle in there and it introduces high pressure in cold water coming in from every single direction. And there's enough pressure that the juice bottle can go to the bottom of the ocean or the top of Mount Everest. So with that amount of pressure and cold water, it neutralizes any of the negative bacteria like E. coli that would have formed in a raw juice um, over a period of many days. 
and it preserves the nutritional profile of our juice. So we, when we deliver our juices, our customers get it for up to six weeks fresh in their fridge. Um, so that's the sort of like overall process of what we do. It starts yep. all the way from like the, the farmer, the sourcing, peak, new, like highest quality produce, mm-hmm. um, juicing it in a cold environment and then preserving it and delivering it. Yeah, You're blowing my mind. It's like a hyperbaric chamber in water for the juice. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That's actually hilarious. That's actually totally true. Yes. I, I, That's exactly yeah. what it is. Wow. I've never heard of this. It's this a is... hyperbaric water chamber for juice. That is, that is hilarious. You should, dude. instead of putting cold pressed, to... you should put bi- um, hyperbaric chambered juice. Hyperbaric chamber juice. People would be like, oh, yeah, I mean, that sounds great. No one else is doing that. And I bet no one else yeah. is doing that. You know, you, you have to... In terms of positioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. All, 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 all the people who have infrared saunas and have ice bats at home would totally get it. Everyone <laughs> else would be like, what living half <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> um, My sweet zaddies. This episode of the Zaddy Zone is brought to you by a product I use literally every morning first thing. AG1. It is the ultimate multivitamin, especially if you want to make health and wellness simple for yourself. So what's in it and why do I take it every morning? Well, one scoop of AG1, I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, adaptogens to help me start my day right. This special blend of ingredients supports gut health, the nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. My favorite ingredients in particular in there, I love getting zinc first thing in the morning, and I love getting some ashwagandha because I know it's great for all of those stressful days, right? It's keto. It's paleo. It's vegan. Can you imagine meeting that as a person, a keto paleo vegan, they would be terrible. But this as a product is delicious. It supports clear thinking, better gut health. It's a delicious way to start every day. And you start the day with like a serving of greens. That is a win. Let's talk cost. $3 a day. Don't at me. Less than a coffee a day, you can have athletic greens. $3 a day. I started drinking it because Andrew Huberman drinks it. David Sinclair drinks it. Tim Ferriss drinks it. And I do what they do because, well, they, they know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Athletic Greens is going to give you, listen to this, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash zaddy. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash zaddy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's go back to the soil thing because I I was fascinated – I'm fascinated by this, and I think a lot of people feel a lot of anxiety surrounding climate change and aren't aware that you know uh, the so- soil health is very important. Like you said, you know there is a, there's a soil that actually takes in carbon uh, into itself. Um, I want to give you a quote: Franklin D. Roosevelt, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, once said, "The nation that destroys its soil destroys itself." What do you think about that? Oh my gosh. FDR said that. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I, I, my uh, friend is in carbon carbon removal or uh, carbon sequestration, and he's okay. he's made this documentary about it. It's on YouTube, but um, I'll link to it in the show notes. And that was one of the quotes I was just blown away by. You know, it's like this guy has been aware that we need to take. That guy back then was aware that we need to take care of our soil. I mean, why should we give a damn? I don't. I don't. I, don't, I think we should try to explain to people why should we give a damn about soil. 
Yeah, absolutely. Even Leonardo da Vinci had a quote on this. He's like, uh, it was 500 years ago. He said, we know more about the movement of our celestial bodies in the sky than the soil underneath us. And soil, I think the first step is just like, it's quite like beyond just like agriculture and soil nerds. Like, I think it's just like a fascinating topic. There's 90% of all organisms on the seven continents like live, 90% of all organisms live in the soil. So our soils are literally like living beings that it's like there's plants there's trees there's animals like soil to really think of it as a living being that they're just super tiny and they're like very diverse um in its uh, microorganism profile so 95 percent of all food production 95 percent by 2060 uh our soils will be asked uh, to give us as much as food as we've consumed in the last 500 years so soil actually has this massive responsibility for 95% of all of our food production directly or indirectly by 2060. Um, and more practically speaking to your question, like why does soil matter to you and I? Um, soil, you can think of it as the stomach of our of our plants and uh, it gives the plants the nutrients it needs to grow. And, you know, it's, there's a classic adage and it, if you can get that point, it really helps change your entire sort of like diet uh approach mm -hmm. is like you're not what you eat you're what your food eats yes so you're not what you eat so you you and people begin have begun to got it if they're meat eaters like you're not what you eat so you don't want to eat the factory farm cow a lot of people are like sort of aware in terms of you know fast food mm -hmm. but and so now they're going into like grass-fed or they're going into like um uh, regenerative grass-fed you know there there there's a whole uh, mindset shift um nationwide and even globally but we haven't kind of thought about that same approach with plants it's like we're not what our plants eat our plants eat the soil the water and the sunshine and if and honestly like the caretaker of, of the farmer who kind of facilitates the whole process if you have a conscious farmer all those things can happen uh, so the key takeaway is healthy soil equals healthy plants equals healthy humans which means your cognitive abilities your gut health everything um is linked to food and if food is linked to soil we need to care about like the root cause yeah and feeding us until 2060 like it's absolutely vital that we take <laughs> care of our our soil but what about um how does it does soil disintegrate i heard mark hyman talk about this because he talks about it a lot um is that soil like disintegrates like thousands of tons a day do you know anything about this um i'm not familiar i'm not a soil expert i myself am a student yeah so i don't know about it but there is uh, I, I do know that in general, uh, s soil that's sort of like maintained over a long period of time, it's kind of like like our cells in our body. Like there's new that are created um, and new that need to be recycled and some that need to be like cleared out. Mm -hmm. I know there's similar sort of principle. There's like uh, new soil uh, nutrients that you need to put in. Soil can also be recycled and it can also be uh, cleared out if it's just there's weeds or things that are growing that need to be cleaned out. So practically, how can we support taking care of our soil? Would it be buying regenerative, buying local, buying from farmers markets, buying organic? What would you say? Yeah, I think um, that's an excellent question. Um, the first thing is, I think being practical here really matters. Um, so the first thing is, if you can upgrade your nutrition profile for yourself and your family, is finding the best farms that are regenerative. So um, I would recommend if you're in the United States listening to this, um, if you Google regenerative organic farms, you can actually like order produce boxes and you can get like ridiculously high quality produce that's like better theoretically than 
Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I would recommend that. So if you want a, a, a one of our, we you know we have no sort of like direct affiliation with them. Um, we're just huge fans. Is so a heart farm. Um, they're based in LA. Um, she's an amazing farm. She actually uses the produce in her four restaurants in Los Angeles. She owns Sage, um, uh, the vegan restaurant. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so that's that's even amazing. She's a farmer and a restaurant. She's actually farmer table. Yes, <laughs> she's like she's a farmer and she's a chef. Um, so I would recommend So Heart uh, to go uh, to get your produce. Um, so that's step one. Just Google around regenerative organic farms and try to deliver that to your home. Step two is whenever possible. I know this is like you have to be cost conscious. Is to go regenerative organic uh, to go certified organic mm-hmm. uh, in terms of your produce choices. It's kind of mind-boggling what is allowed if it's not organic. And like certified organic is not a perfect standing, but it is a massive step forward. Uh, so I always say, oh, if it's certified organic, it's fine. It's like, yes, but there's loopholes and everything. So just like be conscious of your grocery store where you buy them from. Um, that's step two. Going to a farmer's market is excellent. Not everyone has access to a farmer's market, but if you do, uh, totally recommend supporting it and just asking your farmer, like, you know, do you use sometimes it's hard for these farms to go organic. They may not have the resources um, or they may be, you know, it's it, it can be a rigorous standard for some farms to pass. So just mm-hmm. asking them what they do and don't do, educating yourself so you can ask the right questions to these farmers that are present there. And most of them will tell you, uh, honestly, what what's sort of. Like if they use ammonium nitrate, for example, that's probably like a thing to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's last thing is the dirty dozen. Uh, there's produce that you can buy that like plants are more resistant. So, for example, um, strawberries definitely do not buy it uh, non-organic, go organic. Uh, but I think I believe orange, for example, um, is generally safe if you go um, to have it if it's non-organic. So avocados too, I think you one. can go. Unorganic avocados, and that's fine. Okay, yeah, and maybe grapefruit too. Grapefruit, yeah. There's like the dirty dozen, and I think there's like the clean dozen too. Okay, and and I would recommend in terms of like fun, entertaining, like totally hope inspiring documentaries. There's Kiss the Ground on Netflix. Um, there's another one called The Biggest Little Farm, and they just show you these stories. Um, Biggest Little Farm, for example. There's this uh, couple in Los Angeles that just had, you know, that, oh, let's go live on a farm and, like, live with nature. But they actually, like, did it. And they did it right. Uh, And there's all these challenges that they went through. And it's amazing how nature begins to work with you. It's not the static organism. So, like, all of their sort of uh, processes, uh, what they came out with initially, they learned so much more by just being on the ground and, like, communicating in terms of the processes with nature so it's just i, I, I totally recommend those documentaries if you want like a uh, a little jolt of fuel for inspiration yeah i love that let's talk about cost farmer's juice i get an air one like i said creation and i walk out a poor man and i can't believe how much they charge and they don't even blink an eye uh so how much is a farmer's juice bottle for instance yeah, so we deliver nationwide to people's homes um, and we sell them in packs so you can get like a small, medium, large size and it stays fresh in your fridge for up to six weeks. And we have like a greens only box. We have a mostly greens box. Uh, we have a variety box. We're also going to be coming out with a cognitive performance box that has, you know, coffee alternatives like yerba mate, 
our uh, guasa nice. um, and matcha. So it's like a nice way to sort of like get clean energy. Nice. We also have like a digestive health box that we're working on that has, you know, a diverse set of polyphenols. Uh, as well as like uh, potentially basil seeds or chia seeds that you can put in there and it pops and you can drink this like, you know, amazing. And we're also working on smoothies. Um, but right now, if you just go to farmersjuice.com, it's $5.99 per juice. If you get the largest size, that's the best price that we offer. Um, and you can go for a subscription or a single purchase. You don't need to sign up um, for a subscription. And even if you do, it's totally flexible. Um, you can cancel. There's no contracts. You can try to keep it easy. We love that. Um, so, yeah. Did you say five ninety nine a bottle? Yeah, five ninety nine for a bottle. Damn, that is a third of a price of an Air, of an Air One juice. <laughs> I know it's it's kind of wild, yeah. And in terms of quality, like we want it to be the same. So we have, yeah. I, I think you, you've you've had the taste. What's 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 your honest thought? And one to one. Well, it tastes. I love Air it one tastes juice. like it might have fruit in it, like a like a high fruit content because it's nice and sweet and delicious. Um, and then I look at the ingredients. I don't see apples, pineapples, oranges. It's full of all the good stuff, all the green stuff I had. I think I had a, the, the orange one, the carroty one. Sensational. And then I loved hearing that it was like every bottle was 3.5, it was three and a half plates of salad in each bottle. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I want this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need this. Um, totally. uh, uh, may I, maybe a suggestion since Dave Asprey is on your board maybe a a danger coffee uh activated danger coffee thing you know you could do danger coffee with coconut milk for instance because i say oh and mcts and cacao and that would crush Ooh, yes <laughs> that would be a cool smoothie that would be cool yeah that would be great <laughs> you don't have to listen to me no but one more question uh, one more question because i just want to quickly get in brain.fm can you tell me about this? I, I I looked it up and I'd heard about it before. And then I looked at your Twitter and you've just reposted all of these incredibly successful people <laughs> like who've, who's, who've said, oh, I love working to Brain FM. It's the, it's sounds that help you focus. Can you explain it? Yeah. So, um, Farmer's Juice is my third company. I've mm. started three companies over the past 10 years. Uh, my more meaningful success before this was Brain FM. It's basically a music neuroscience company. So we make music that's designed for your brain to help you focus, relax, and sleep. We have a music library built from the ground up with musicians and neuroscientists. And we basically uh, produce this music um, that is aesthetically pleasing. So it sounds like you're listening to The Dark Knight or like, you know, an amazing interstellar, like one of those movies. Sick. Hans and, Zimmer. But it's actually helping you. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. Hans Love Zimmer, it. Uh, as, as, as the composer. Um, but it actually helps you focus. So we launched as an app on iOS, web, and Android, and we have a few million users, and we've uh, helped the Olympic Greco-Roman USA wrestling team captain get off his unhealthy sleep aids uh, during the Rio 2016 Olympics. Um, we've uh, been funded by the founding team of Facebook, although back in the day it was cooler to say, not so much right now. <laughs> uh, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. They're highly productive people. No, you yeah, can't yeah. say that they're not, you know, like no matter what you think of their politics, they're some, some productive MFers, you know, so if they're listening and using your product, you know that, they don't muck I mean, around. they don't muck around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't muck around. They so, do yeah, not that's, muck that's around. That's what we do. We, we also have like a phase one clinical grant from the federal government uh, for 2025K with collaboration with Western University and Harvard Medical School to study our music uh, 
in competition to classical uh, ADHD, sort of like uh, as as a music as ADHD therapy was the thesis. Um, so we have a phase one clinical study on that as well. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's I love music. I love I think music is really powerful to help people. Um, and there's a lot of undiscovered mm-hmm. territory in terms of what music can do for our mental health, processing our emotions, getting us into a flow state, helping us relax. Um, and um, there's a lot of sort of like studies. There, there's, a, there's studies on like how it can even help uh, people's loneliness uh, with music. So I think music is just like a vast uh, uh, sort of like potential. So always passionate about it. There's no doubt. And I and I have an idea that I've always thought would be good. And maybe this is already a thing. I just wouldn't know. To listen to podcasts with music in the background, like uh, some thinking music. I don't know why that's not a thing. If it's If it is a thing, I don't know about it. But like just to be able to, <clears throat> if you can set, you know, because I know that music is incredibly smart and you can have this AI that's like, what's this conversation about? We can have a music that matches its tone. Let's just say it's a comedic one or if it's a, like just this one could be a great with the Hans Zimmer, like which just adds a level of I'm going to focus yeah. and listen to this thing. It, 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 anyway, if you want that idea, <laughs> it, it you actually can have is it. a great idea. And it's, it, it, you have to have music that is in the background and it can't distract from the people's conversation. So it has to be this like person at the music has to be mm-hmm. like a person at the backseat of the bus and it can't be in the passenger seat. Um, otherwise right. it, people get distracted and that's, yeah, that could be that could be mm-hmm. cool. Um, that could be really cool. I mean, Ro- Rogan's on Spotify. Um, Spotify has infinite music. Um, it seems, and they were doing podcasts. That could be an interesting experiment for Spotify to do. Yeah, exactly. But you don't want to be listening. That's what, like you said, like it can't be like, oh, I'm going to listen to the Smiths while I listen to Rogan. It has to be your type of music. It has to be yep. Brain.fm type music that keeps you in the vibe and not like listening to the music and not listening to whatever anybody's saying. But we've learned so much today. We've learned about the soil. We've learned about farmer's juice and how nutritionally great cold pressed juice in particular, this juice farmer's juice is, and we've just learned about music and all it can do for us. Uh, Junaid, how can we find you and how can we stay in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you go to farmersjuice.com, uh, you can select a box and you can uh, try it out. Um, ignore everything I said and go try it out. Like this is what I typically say, like make your own impression um, and ultimately do what's mm-hmm. best for our health. And if it's a great solution, great. If not, we, we still uh, respect you as a human being on earth. And we can also do a promotion for the Zaddy Zone listeners. So if, That'd be great. If you just type in Zaddy, Z-A-D-D-Y, uh, you get 20 bucks off uh, two months for a subscription um, or you could get 10 bucks off uh, your single purchase. So um That'll be live when this podcast is live. Incredible. I don't think I even told you that I wanted Zaddy as my code. A lot of people go, oh, yes, your code's Luke Cook. I'm like, absolutely not. The code is Zaddy. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I even told you and you just made that. So thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. It's way easier. Uh, you know, yeah, it's fun. It's a, a pleasure talking to you, mate. Likewise. Likewise. Thanks so much, Luke. It's been a joy. Keep uh, making us laugh with ridiculously cringe gold <laughs> level humor uh it's just too funny it's like you can't look away uh and i love that you have a diverse uh just mind and personality and it's amazing the kind of people you bring on so thanks so much for having the show appreciate it mate if you've enjoyed this episode of the zaddy zone i encourage you 
to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars. And if you feel so generous, please write a review. Say how much you loved it. Um, I only want to provide value to you, and I hope you're feeling some value by listening to it. We're not asking for any money. Just a nice old rate, review, subscribe. XOXO. Zaddy.